Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the Power Nap Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Puga. With me, as always, is Andre Gordon. We are on IGTV, Facebook. Uh, where else, Andre? Spotify, po- Apple Podcasts, you name it. We are there. Whether you're in a car, plane, or shower, you could be listening to this. And we don't know where you are right now, but we appreciate you. And uh, let's get right into this. They could also watch us on YouTube. Just saying. They could they could see your face. You know, I, let me make an apology. I am sorry. Trey, what's going down this week? What happened? You know what? I, I'm on cloud nine right now. I, I am <laughs> feeling great. You know why I'm feeling great? I have a hunch. Because I forgot. There's a lot that I forgot. I forgot how great... Michael Jeffrey Jordan was. I forgot. I I I lived through it and I watched it happen. But last night, ESPN not paying us to say this. They're brilliant, by the way. They're getting the most free plugs in the world right now of any network. Aired part one and two, episode one and two of The Last Dance, mm-hmm. and seeing the origins of Jordan, and then we jump forward. And this is the part that just, I don't think we appreciate. We jump forward to championship number six. We don't even, we don't even watch him get the first five. I'm sure it's going to happen. I know. They're going I'm just, I, I was just watching like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. This is the sixth one. Like it's making bagels or t- I'm just going to have another bag, another slice of pizza. No, it's winning titles over 82 games. Anywho, I saw it. I was so excited. Because I have something to watch. Because I've watched everything I feel like I could, number one. And it's like a closer look. Things I didn't know. But I was like, wow, this actually happened. Yeah, I recorded it. It was on TiVo. And I had to. I was watching other stuff with the family before. So I didn't get to it till I ended up going to bed at 1 in the morning. So I must have started like around 11. Um, I was, man, I can't believe. Pippen, I I didn't know. Can't believe it. I can't believe he was that good. But I mean, by his own choice, you know, that's the gamble of getting paid so that you don't risk injury and then not. I don't know. It was kind of his bad, dude. Like big time, it was a bad gamble. It was a bad gamble. I think that the you know I think they they should do they should have held. I mean, when you become the number two player in the league and then Jordan leaves and you still carry your team. The organization needs to do the right thing and take care of the guy. But I think the fact that they chose not to take care of Pippen that year is part of why Chicago has struggled to have any real people in free agency come play for the Bulls. They have to have to turn over management completely. You know, organizations get bad raps. And I think one of the things you look at with the Miami Heat is you know they're going to take care of their people. The Lakers, they're going to take care of their people. Boston took a hit similar to how Chicago's taking a hit because Isaiah Thomas, his sister died. Oh yeah. And like he broke his hip. He played anyway and then they let him go. Yeah, that was awful. Well, I mean Wade didn't think that we took care of him either. So Wade didn't. Um <laughs> yeah, he didn't. Because he wanted it was like a one year oh he we offered him two years it was two million dollars less, I think it was. That he wanted. So and it was essence, for twenty. And it was for twenty million each. 
a lot of money. See, that's a lot of money, though. I know Pippen paid what sixteen million for six years. Seven years, oh. eight eighteen million dollars. Seven years. Wow, that's crazy. What's different times? They're the ones that made it. So, a what lot was bigger. your perspective on it? Like, you know, you watched the first two episodes. What did you think about, you know, how it was portrayed? What did you think? Like, was it what you remembered? Did did, you, did your hatred from come back? No, let me let me <laughs> let me clear this up. There's no, there was no real hate i was just by nature i'm an underdog rooter and when they played phoenix for the third championship i was a fan of just basketball when i was playing basketball i don't know if i was like my heart was set on the suns but i was definitely like i wanted to go seven i wanted to go to the end part of me thought like the suns were gonna do it and then jordan just get all these fouls you look at them you you smell them the wrong way and you get a foul call it's like this is the stuff that I, I remember complaining about. Now, when he came back and then he started doing the next three, I was definitely a fan, but for a good part, I was not, I wasn't having it. I was just like upset. I was upset he would upset me. Uh, but having watched this, I, I'm very intrigued because I knew there was turmoil, but we didn't have like coverage like there is today. We didn't have the internet. You know, we couldn't just like, oh, what's going on there? Like, it's only like what we got on ESPN. So to have this coverage is very, very interesting for something that I wasn't so closely following when I was younger. Jordan's just making fun of him. Like, all day, like, you going to come do some layups with us? got to lower that rim. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of funny. It's hilarious. He's the only one that can say it on the team. I'm sure the other guys aren't even allowed to laugh, you know. <laughs> but he's so untouchable that he can do that. And I, I think that was – I want to see more of that. So I saw two two times he made fun of him in front of everybody. And, I thought it was really funny. And, and I'm, I'm thinking, is this the stuff that he was talking about that he thinks is, that people are not going to like like him? Well, I think we get so sensitive now, and I'm, I'm sure people are going to be mad that I just said this, but I think we get really sensitive now about you're being a bully or you're bullying somebody. And he'll, he's probably thinking maybe he'll be perceived as a bully to Kraus, but I think it was more of retaliation of how Kraus was a— Bullying him. Yeah, financially bullying the team, trying to force him into playing for different coaches, not taking care of Pippen. Even the—we're in a different like perspective here because I followed the Bulls. I follow the Bulls. I woke up every morning. I read the Miami Herald, and I would skip over to, like, the Bulls coverage. I watched ESPN. I was fascinated. I remember him not wanting Phil Jackson. I remember them trying to force him out. And I was like, what? I remember hearing that Scotty Pippen, oh, yeah, they did it. But Scotty Pippen was like, oh, this is my, if I never play again, like, thinking, they're going to lose Scotty Pippen? I was so mad at Jerry Krause. Even though I didn't know him, I'm this kid in high school. <laughs> getting mad at, at a general manager. And, and I remember all of it, but I didn't know it was to the level because, you know, for us, we're like, no, I just, my favorite player. And Scotty Pippen was my favorite player. I, I love Jordan, but Scotty was like my guy. I wanted to be a defensive guy like Scotty. My neighbor so, got a Pippen jersey. He was like, you know, Pippen doesn't get the credit. And he would have a Pippen jersey. No, I, I had mad respect for Pippen too. I, I had a Pippen plaque. A plaque with Pippen ducking over somebody. It's got like like I won an award. I just like I have a Pippen plaque. <laughs> I just found. Um, but I I think that 
what it revealed even more so was how hard it is to win one. And then you really appreciate that they won three and then three. And this is like, and I even told them before the season started, I don't care if you go 82 and oh, this is over. That doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you break that team up? It's it's ego. It's obviously like they're mentioning, like he didn't get the credit. You got to rebuild at some point. I love what Jordan said, though, at that press conference, too. It's like the Cubs have been rebuilding for 45 years. You know, until we don't, like, you got to keep on going out there. And John Paxson hitting that game winner to, like, go to the playoffs. And that was, like, a defining moment for Jordan against Bird. Like, ah, uh, imagine if Paxson missed that shot. I know. And they wouldn't <laughs> let him play more than seven minutes. So, oh, seven minutes a game. And then this Did is not to go to the that. playoffs. I didn't. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't. I didn't know that either. But how stupid! There's 30 seconds left, and you're like, no, if you play him, you're fired. So you don't want to win because you have Michael Jordan on the bench. Told the coach, if you play him, you're fired. That's ridiculous. With 30 seconds left, that's crazy. There's four more of these. It's gonna get better and better. And by the way, uh, to your point about the Phoenix Bulls series, talking about underdog. What I didn't like was that they gave Barkley the MVP that year, and Jordan clearly was the most valuable player. They gave Malone the MVP a couple of years, and see, they they did it to themselves because you know Jordan looks for anything to get upset about, like to give him an edge. How are you gonna give Barkley and Malone MVPs on those on, on a couple of those years, saying that hey, no, these two are the most valuable players, and Jordan made himself okay, but I'm the underdog. So talk about underdogs when he deserved to win. Clearly dominated the league. And they just didn't even forget that. They just didn't give it to him a couple times. It's true. He, so if you follow them, what are some of the things that you know of that some people might not know that you think is going to come up? Uh, Dennis Rodman. How that was a big – it started to become a big issue. His He he started to morph. If you look at where Rodman started and then where he is by the end of the last championship – he got more and more eccentric and was potentially seen as a distraction to the team. And that was tumultuous. This also wasn't in a time where sexuality was really embraced at all. And he was very, I think he used it as like a mind game too. Because like some player like, you know. Who is this cat? Who is this cat rubbing up on me? He started dressing like a woman. He, he like did a lot of crazy things. And I think that the way that the team interacted with Robin, the effect that he had on the team, he, he was just so good as a rebounder, though. He was so – he had, like, zero points and 20 rebounds, and he was a forward. He was rebounding over seven-footers. It was insane in his defense. But I think that we'll see. Um, I'm curious if they're going to go into how Jordan was as a teammate. I mean, there are some fights he had physical with people. Like, he, yeah. he hit people on it. <laughs> on his team. Yeah. Some, oh, yeah. He punched some people in the face on his own team. No. I can tell you. Yeah, you tell me. Speak? Tell me. I don't care. Punch Steve Kerr directly in the face. <laughs> oh, thank you. Him inheriting that team and taking like all this credit of being this such a successful coach is like, uh, <laughs> it bugs me. It really does. He did change the makeup of the team. Their assists went up by over, it went from like last in assist to second in assist when Steve Kerr took over. So there was, he did some philosophical changes, but I agree. It was, he inherited a great team. He just changed the approach. So next time I go to the courts, I should just punch somebody in the face to make sure that they hit a game winning shot. If I <laughs> miss an elbow jumper, just walk up to me. What did he punch him in the face for? I was in practice. 
and they got into an argument. Hey, Jordan, Jordan reminds oh, you. If I recall correctly, I think he just thought that he was soft. He was calling him soft, and maybe didn't think he was taking it seriously enough or blew, blew an assignment, and Jordan got in his face. And Steve Kerr, he was like, if I don't step up for myself, I'm never going to have his respect, and he's going to eat me alive. And then Jordan punched him in the face. <laughs> like a son. <laughs> I hope, they, I hope this is not the watered-down TV version. I really hope, you know, especially when he's hyped up, like, oh, people are not going to like me after this. I hope this is everything. I want to see exactly, like you said, there wasn't social media, so I could only get stuff on the papers. Younger people are getting now. It's funny saying younger people. Dang it, we're getting older. Um, <laughs> that, wow, Michael Jordan was like a better Kobe Bryant. Like, because they don't even know Kobe Bryant, really. Like, they only know LeBron. So, like, okay, so MJ was like a better Kobe. Kobe had that same intensity. That's what I liked seeing. I liked seeing, like, that fire. And I remember watching LeBron play with the Heat. He always feeling like, why won't he just destroy them? Like, why won't he turn on that switch? And, like, he did turn on the switch with the Celtics and to make yes. sure that he beat them and that we got to the finals. I mean, I agree. We can't forget that the man went to the finals four times in a row. We did not go to the finals every single year that he was here. Okay? Correct. So there is a switch that you have to do in order to get there. I know, but he let J.J. Barea school him. He let J.J. Barea. Nick, that's like, I mean, no offense to you. That's like if you put on a jersey and you're like in the zone. And you just school him up. Jason Terry. You let Jason Terry school him, man. It looked like a YMCA team with Dirk beat LeBron and, and Wade and Bosh. I said, listen, well, I don't just well, put it on remember, remember that they were very, you know, it's their revenge match, too, because Dwayne Wade had beaten them in 06. So. I was just about to say that. It's not just LeBron. Wade is also responsible. And... Bosh is also responsible, but Jordan's not losing that series to JJ Barea and Jason Terry and Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> Sorry. I I mean, I just don't see it happening. To that Mavs team's credit, though, they did beat the, um, the defending That's because Champions LeBron Lakers. James hasn't punched anybody in the face. Maybe LeBron should start punching people in the face. Maybe he punched AD in the face, and that's why he has his house up for sale and is thinking about coming to the Heat. I saw that. <laughs> you think he's coming to the Heat? He did put up his no. house for sale. I don't think he's staying, though. He's staying with the Lakers. This is all like a little game he's playing. Why so, Why is he Why is he doing that, though, then? Putting his house up. Oh, to get more money, you think? He's going to get the max? Yeah, either to get more money. I would say that. They think he's going to take less so that they can now build even more around them, like build like a little super team again. But he's probably ain't having that. Wow, that'd be having Davis. Put Bam at the power forward instead of center. Put Bam at power forward and Davis in the the middle. Butler on the small forward. Hero should be coming up and be ready to go. Good squad, man. Hero at the point guard, Kendrick Nunn at shooting guard. I mean... That's a good squad. If we got AD, I think that would that would be definitely going to the finals. Definitely going to the finals. Championship. Joel Embiid, they're talking about maybe is like I'm done with Ben Simmons and maybe going to the Knicks. Joel Embiid going to the Knicks? That's the talk possibility of him going to the Knicks. What do you think about that? He's not gonna do it. He wants to win. Apparently him and Simmons are like getting like they just can't coexist, apparently. So crazy, man. I would be great for the Knicks, but I don't think he would go because he knows they ain't going to win. They're a terrible organization. But see, going back, same thing now. The Knicks, no one wants to go there. You know, you can't even say um, sell the team 
if you're a Knicks fan and, and they like they escort you out of the arena. What? Yeah. He he has an order. If you say sell the team, they kick you out. Kick kick out a kid the other day uh, before the season ended. Well, we really went off there. Went to the Knicks. Jeez, what happened here? I think we'll also see a lot about the Knicks, uh, how good the Knicks were in the '90s, and how how they threatened the Bulls in the East. It was. There were some battles between the Knicks and the Bulls, but I don't know if people realize how good the Knicks were because only because they're so bad now. It's hard to imagine. Yeah, I remember, and John Starks. I remember, like, oh, for like twenty-seven, there was like a game. I was like, what? See, I wanted them. To, I was going for them at that time. Oh, seventeen. I remember that. Uh, oh, for seventeen. Yeah, uh, it was. Oh, what a choke artist! He choked so bad. Choked, choked. John Starks. Did. Patrick Ewing. He was really good. Fellow Jamaican couldn't if he just played at any other time other than when well, Jordan they made there. the finals against Olajuwon. Pat Riley gives him the ball, and this guy travels like Lucas, my son, doesn't <laughs> even know what basketball is, doesn't even get the call, and still misses the layup oh. at the front of the rim. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! But wow. Akeem gave him the business though. Akeem was like. That guy was a center. Akeem was incredible. Yeah. I, I thought that was interesting, too, seeing Akeem get taken number one. Sam Bowie going number two. Portland messed up, man. Sam Bowie over Michael. You took Sam Bowie? Oh, we had Clyde Drexler. So? Yeah. They, and they call what did they call the, the Bulls, the traveling cocaine? Circus. Circus. <laughs> <laughs> and he went in there. He was a lonely cat, kind of like how Kobe was. Not partying yeah. with you guys, not, not doing none of that. I thought they did a good job also of showing that he was a real dude. Hey, Mom, I only have 20 bucks in my account. I remember making those phone calls. Hey, Mom, I need some food. Like, it's rough. You're the, the best player, you know, on your team, in your class at least, and you can't even afford to buy food in college. College is no joke, man. And he, he went through it. So he didn't. he wasn't just born a billionaire. He came up from the dust to where he is now. That's that's an out of respect. Wonder what it would take to be that good at what you, like what if, for for you right now. What would you say is your thing that you want to be legendary at? And can you imagine being as good as Michael Jordan at what you want to be remembered for? What you want to do the rest of your life? What would you say that would be? Wow, what a question! It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, he had something at a young age. When you have something that you can move forward with at a young age, I guess I think back, like maybe I just, for some reason, I didn't want it bad enough. Like I wanted it and I thought I could, and I could have some of it. I was just an NBA player, but I was not a superstar. I, I actually wasn't even interested in becoming a superstar until like way later. I was like, no, what am I thinking? Yeah, I do want to become a superstar. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a, it's a tough question. You're saying things like, what do you want to do with your life? That's an important question right now. Everybody's quarantined. Everybody is just having some more time to really dissect. Some people have lost their jobs. Like, here's your opportunity right now to really do what you want to do. And have you seen this the website for the All-In Challenge? No. Okay, so this is where all the athletes, entertainers, I'll give you an example, Mark Cuban, they're raising money for people who don't have money to eat and all this stuff, right? And the way they're doing it is they're like auctioning off, they're doing like a like a raffle of some sort. If you donate money, 
to potentially win something like Mark Cuban is doing. You will have a one-day contract with the Mavericks, and you will play a preseason game, and you will get a free throw. We're going to make sure you're going to get a free throw, and everybody's going to chant MVP while you take those free throws. Okay? Oh, my <laughs> So I I, I'm actually I'm actually going to enter some of these. But what's cool about this is that it's really giving you ideas of things that like you know like bucket lists that you never even thought were even possible. Novak Djokovic, you are going to go to New York and sit in his box with his people, and you're gonna like practice with them, and you're gonna be in the locker room. Like what? There's a lot of them, and then they're challenging other people. I think Shaq's doing like a pickup game with four of your buddies with him, or it was called the All In Challenge. It's cool to see like things that you would really want to do. <laughs> you know what I would want to do? And this just wow, wow, this just showed me something about how I still feel about the game. I would want one scene, dialogue based, one on one with Denzel Washington. Okay, you know what? So one of my things is also on there. Leonardo DiCaprio, you get a walk-on part in his new movie, Scorsese directing, Robert De Niro, and Leonardo DiCaprio. I would like, what? Yeah, yeah, walk-on part. That's what they're offering up. So I'm I'm definitely going to, I'm going to do, a, I'm down with the Mavs. I'm down with, I wish the Heat would have that too. I'd probably put more money into that one. But it's really interesting. Maybe there is. I'm sure maybe Denzel will get challenged and then he does it. That would be the money, yeah. Sitting at a table, toe to toe with Denzel. I would Good like, that. I would like that with Leo, and I would like that with Pacino and Jim Carrey. Those would be my top three. Do a scene with Denzel, Jack Nicholson, and unbelievably, potentially, maybe even uh, Tom Cruise. We gotta check uh, out this site. Yo, gotta you, gotta, you gotta watch those videos. Okay. <laughs> and Let's we, see, Nick. And then we gotta you go. Me, yeah, yeah, that's no, true. I do gotta go soon. Okay, you sent me these videos. I have not seen them. This is of what now? This is of... This is uh, Asians. I think it's Chinese people. So these are videos, short little videos of people eating extraordinary, creepy, weird, disgusting insects, reptile. I mean, anything, really. <laughs> and tell the people what you're going to watch. Show the screen of what the what you're going to watch first. What's crazy is... Uh, what the... <laughs> no! No! <laughs> No 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 no! I can't watch which, that. Which one? She's which eating one? a bat with like with yeah. like chopsticks. Yeah, yeah, dude. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Ooh. And look at that girl too. She's like, oh, ah. watch her eat it. Watch her eat it. No 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 no! I can't do it. There's more. Yeah, you gotta watch the guy at the wet market. That's when you're really. Oh gosh, you feeding a baby that? A what? Feeding baby? a baby? Ooh. What were they feeding? Tadpole the soup. Tadpole <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you on now? Describe. What in God's name is that? Are those mice? I don't know. Hey, he's eating rats. Look, hey, you know, go look, look. Dog, I dog, come on. You're not even watching. You're not even watching. You're not even watching, dude. 
I actually almost threw up on my computer. Like my eyes are watery. Where is he now? What the heck? They're like swimming in soy sauce. Mm-hmm. You see the guy with the frog? <laughs> I wish people could see your face right now. You're gonna have to see it on YouTube. Trey is losing his. It mind. was like it was like slippery and crunchy at the same time. He he bit the he just picked he just picked the frog out of him. <laughs> Not good. Not good. So now it's very feasible that a coronavirus could come from something yeah. like this, right? Doesn't that? This is what they eat. It's at a market, bro. And we're talking thousands of people do this. Not one like, this ain't Fear Factor, dude. This is thousands of people every day eating stuff like this. It's pretty gnarly. So what have you concluded after watching these gnarly videos? Uh, I've concluded that my brother is about to get this <laughs> for the time. I've concluded that my other brother is about to get this for the time. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I can't even fathom. I can't believe that that's normal. Can you describe what you saw a little bit? Like what? What did you? First what one, did you just see? Okay, the first one. This girl was dressed nicely, like like dressed up, like she was out on a date, had a nice little, uh, you know, plate, you know, like not like a paper plate, had, you know, had chopsticks, picked up the bat with her chopsticks, it like, and bit it. I was like, ooh, like, like, when, you, like when, the, when you're having a burger and like lettuce falls, like you're like, oh, the, the pickle. She was like catching pieces of bat. The next one was some sort of like sea monster in like champagne like in a champagne glass <laughs> pulled it out it's like wiggling crazy mm-hmm. some guy was eating like there was like a oh i was like a, you know you're getting together with your family hanging out everyone like you know eating you know, having burgers live mice just marinating in like teriyaki sauce or soy sauce of some sort and they were alive right they were alive dude and he put a whole one in his mouth, right? Yeah, just chewed it up. Did you see that? Because yeah, he was showing he was like, it to me. No, I saw it. And and he was like, mm. and then he was like, even like, mm, like it's kind of stuck. Like, and they were all laughing about it. Like, ah, 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 ah. Um, <sighs> my nose is running because of it. <laughs> the other one was uh, um, this guy, which was weird. He had like a Gucci bag. He had like a nice bag. Walking in the market, <laughs> looked in this tank, reached in. Got a frog, bit into it, and just ripped it open like an animal. Like, ripped it open, like, right there. I've been <laughs> hungry sometimes, Nick. I've been hungry at Whole Foods, and there are times, I'm not going to lie, I have, like, my sushi or something. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a roll. Or, like, oh, I have a bar. I'm going to eat the bar. I'll put the bar wrapper in the, and I'll pay for it when I get up. I have not gone to Whole Foods, reached into like the lobster tank and just cracked open. I'm disgusted. <laughs> so he's, he's definitely eating, having some problems. You're eating the, the frog. I'm like, the insides are showing. Like yeah. he's like ripping it out. It's so just, 
Maybe. Uh, I don't know. So we've learned something about the Chinese. Their tolerance of delicacy is way higher than mine. I don't even like red peppers or yellow peppers. Red and green peppers, I can't do it. Um, you know those little crawfish? Crawfish. I can't do crawfish. They just break the head off a of crawfish and like, you know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? Mm -hmm. I, I can't do that, Nick. I can't. I cannot. They ate a frog and mice and like a monster, a sea monster in a wine glass. Like live. Alive. A frog alive. Just took a bite of its head. Ripped it open. This is oh. the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, on that note, I think we should send them out, Trey. Um, wherever you may be, however you may be listening, we appreciate you. We thank you. Today's going to be a great day. Make sure you don't eat what I just saw. Because power nappers, I normally have a little more enthusiasm, but if I open my mouth too wide, I may throw up. We... <laughs> Out.